It's Eat, Drink, Talk. Yum, yummy. The wine is uncorked, the bourbon neat, the apps are on the table. And here comes the main course. Welcome everyone to Eat, Drink, Talk. I am Carolyn McLean and my co-host is the Rick Redding of Louisville, Kentucky. We're chilling, literally. (laughs) We're cold. We're in a studio. The the temperatures have changed in Louisville, Kentucky, which is fine. But it's it's a damp, uh, chilly day and um, uh, it's a little cold in the studio. I think there is no heat on, which is going to keep us on our toes, Rick. But it's Sunday and there's no trains going by. So uh, Yes, there are people working on construction outside. Of this window, exactly. It's really quiet. Yeah, really nice and quiet around here. You know, we don't typically record the show on on Sundays, um, so it's even quieter than normal. But also, it was important for us to get together today uh, on the heels of the news that Chef Dean Corbett, Chef Dino, had passed away. Uh, so yes, what a uh, shock, surprise, um, sad moment for uh, the Louisville restaurant industry. Uh, Dean touched so many, and. Um, and he was part of this sh- part of this show as well. So uh, it, 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 he was really played an important role. And I know you you had a relationship with him as well. Well, he he was a big personality. <laughs> yes. I love a big personality. <laughs> and uh, he was an avid listener listener of Lachlan's radio show. I didn't know if you knew that. No. But uh, they had like a bromance. <laughs> <laughs> so Locke was has been pretty reasonably upset as well. Um, and we hosted many things at Corbett's. Like my fortieth was thrown there. It was like a buyout. And oh, way back then. Yeah, I didn't know Cormus was open that long. No, I'm not making a joke about your age, oh, Carolyn. No, 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 it's no. okay. It was, it was nice, but he. I mean, it wasn't going to be there, but he had run into Lachlan and, and just said, "No, you have to have it here," mm. you know. And, and he he threw a hell of a party for me. So, um, very good. Yeah, I'm definitely sad about it. I feel like we've done this show too many times, you know, with Anthony Bourdain, and then when we lost John Asher, and then to wake up to the news that. Um, Chef Dean had passed away yeah. on Saturday of a heart attack at the age of 56, leaving behind a wife and three sons. I thought, I can't believe we're doing And only we're 55 years old. That, that's, that's really, that really it's hits young. you. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that uh, I guess b- both of us, I, I, I'm interested in your, your uh, opinions. I, I, I went and re-listened to a 2014 interview mm-hmm. I did with Dean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, you know, it, it just comes through in the interview how energetic happy yeah cool he 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 really was right and you know his voice he has a great radio voice yes it's kind of deep and resonant and he doesn't hold back his opinions and i i love that he's the perfect guest he's the perfect guest and i love that he has such self-awareness which you're going to hear in the interview that you did with him uh, august of 2014 on the rusty satellite show right and actually uh you can't we're not we're not going to play this for you but if if you listener want to uh, look back and hear some more of Dean, he was a guest co-host on this show in uh, 2016, and uh, I think it was in uh, the spring. But uh, he, he's, he's, he's always, since I've known him, had things going on. Always uh, very interested in helping charities, mm-hmm. and he got really involved in that. And he uh, just a, a great personality. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the Louisville chefs are certainly mourning his loss today. Um, it's definitely the talk in everybody's kitchen. And a lot of folks um, are going to emulate some of his favorite dishes and have them on the menu uh, this coming week. So, Well, very good. Yeah. Yes, I know uh, 
I, I saw in the news stories uh, uh, one of our favorites, Gary Fox, who runs Apron, which mm-hmm. uh, Dean was very supportive of, um, has been on the show and has great respect uh, for Dean. So uh, we're going to get to that in in just a moment. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to play that inter- that 2014 interview for you. But uh, first, I guess we should talk about our bread and butter our uh, <laughs> our great sponsor for street life yeah well they have i if you peruse their website you'll see that they have so much going on um with halloween coming up and then they have lincoln bridge coming for breeders cup so lincoln if you're a fan of theirs a concert coming up i think it's at the very top in november like right around yeah it's it's the it's the it's weekend uh, of around breeders, breeders cup. cup which is yeah. the uh, first weekend of november mm-hmm. and uh so all these things are are sneaking up on us then you know it's it's just time flies and time passes and oh yeah that seemed like it was <laughs> so far out but now breeders cup is right on us i know <laughs> well this week they have the louisville crashers uh so if you're a fan of theirs which i know a lot of people in louisville are, are you you're oh, yeah. Head, like, oh yeah 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 they they jam they're uh, fun mark uh has Maxwell. been on the rusty satellite show and he he's is, a pistol he's a he's a hoot that's <laughs> what he is <laughs> i'm sure he was hilarious <laughs> to talk to <laughs> he was go back and listen to that one if you want to laugh or two um yeah he it, it, it's it's really great he's got all that hair but he's like a <laughs> A normal guy. He's, he's got the he rock still, star hair. Is he still good looking? Yeah, he's okay. good looking. He's yeah. good looking, but I mean, he's not twenty years old anymore either. So. Sure, sure, but he's uh, aged well. Yeah, he runs a music operation Mom. over there in it's, Indiana. Is it Mom's, or did they sell that and it's this something else now? Oh for gosh, him? you're you're, you're yeah. testing my memory here. Well, yeah, that's how I equate him with Mom's music. <laughs> Okay, with one he, of the he, founders. The, of Mom's. the place that I went to to interview him in Indiana is. Uh, I, don't think it's called moms but it's 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 you know somebody's gonna get in touch with me and slap me for not knowing that but um anyway that's your slap right there <laughs> but for uh, for our purposes today this is a tribute uh to chef dean corbett of jacks of equus of corbett's founder of ward ford 26 i could go on and on and on um so let's go to your interview from august 28 2014 and you can hear uh I, I love this interview. It's a great interview, folks. So sit back and, and listen in to Dean. And then when we come back, we'll have uh, m- more news on what's going on around town in the culinary and spirits industry. If you're looking for quality food, fun bars, and several nightlife hotspots, 4th Street Live is the place for you. Not only is it located in the heart of downtown Louisville, but each of these venues are just a few steps apart. Come and enjoy an afternoon meal with your family, watch the next big game, or bring your friends for a fun night out. Head over to 4th Street Live and see for yourself. Dean, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rick. Here we are. Here Very we are. Excited. And uh, you know, for those who don't know the name Dean Corbett, like like most of the the, uh, uh, I, I guess anybody that knows anything about restaurants and foods around this town knows you. But uh, uh, tell me about your your businesses in, in Louisville. Well, of course, I I opened Equus and Jacks here, actually Equus in 1985, and I was with with my dad. And mm-hmm. my uh, mom had just passed away, and my father and I opened this. We bought a small percentage of it and then proceeded to buy the rest of it out in three or four years. And my dad passed away in 99. He was my business partner, and I named Jack's Lounge after him. So in 2000, okay. I opened Jack's. So it'll be 15 years old June 1st of next year. 
And then, uh, and it's been great. Uh, the worst part about it is my father wasn't here to see it happen, yeah. but he would have loved it. Sure. And then, of course, in 2007, we took another step forward and opened Corbett's an American Place, which was kind of the dream restaurant. I always said if I ever had a lot of time and I found the perfect location, yeah. I'd build a temple to fine yeah. dining. And I, I well, I've been there. It's it's really great. I've it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then, most recently, of course, was the acquisition of the former brewery at 426 Baxter Avenue which we're in the process of converting to Ward 426, named after my partner, Sean Ward, the longtime wow. chef at Jack Fry's for 18 years. So we just started construction on that today. Wow. So. wow. Now, you you were telling me today, uh, and w- I want to get into some more details about that, but that, that yeah, I mean, you're just going crazy right now because of the that show. And let's let's talk right now first a little bit about this event on Thursday night, right. which is uh, with my friend and, and your friend Steve Coombs uh, has written a book about hams. Absolutely. You know, and the thing about Steve is... When I look back in 1982 to 84, many of these chefs that are featured Thursday evening, were we were all cooking on the same line at 6th Avenue downtown, okay. which was a kind of a uh, an American regional. It was Louisville's first American, true American cuisine restaurant at 6th and Main. The head chef was a guy named Mark Stevens, who currently owns Stevens and Stevens Deli, and he was our boss. And Richard Lewis was on the line, who is one of the chefs featured Thursday. Now works for Morrison's. Steve worked the uh, saute station. I think I might have been on either saute or fry. And we were all on that. So the long story short, we were all there working together, mm-hmm. which is neat. And, and this is our first opportunity to come back, believe it or not, in all these years. We've cooked in various spots, but never all together in the same spot. Yeah. And we're yeah. also so proud of Steve and we first of all we admire him tremendously. He's a great friend, but his writing ability is wonderful and for him to complete this book, we've all been a part of watching him really work hard on this book and to see it done, it's outstanding and to be able to salute him with sure. recipes and and ideas and the whole thing is all centered around country ham. So he's got the Broadbent ham people are here. The Haradura tequila people are here. We're doing some tequila pairings wow. with all the different food, and everybody's doing an appetizer and a, and a course. So okay. it's at Corbett's on Thursday. So uh, on Thursday, and if anybody uh, happens to be listening, there may or may not be tickets. So we have 100 uh, seats, and we're at 80 right now. So hopefully on Thursday morning, there'll still be a few left. It's $95, but that does include a signed copy of his book, which okay. uh, I think his book's selling for $25. Uh, otherwise, and um, I mean, it's just uh, we're all super excited about being together in the same spot. In fact, a couple of them came out to look at the kitchen and just look around and see the equipment we had. And with the exception of Weta Michael, the chef from uh, Holly Hill Inn, and Sean Ward, my partner at at Ward Four Two Six, I mean, everyone else had cooked together many, many years right. ago. So we have a long history. And, and you're really plugged into to, to the fact. I know I've talked to Steve about this, but. There is uh, uh, part of the reason I guess Louisville such known as such a foodie town is, is really the the chefs that, that come out of here, right? Yeah. I'm plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> now they call me Dean Corleone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'm like the town so. pimp. It seems like when everybody needs to move somewhere, they call me, and I'm, I consider myself pretty good at placing chefs in good spots. Okay. Where they may be coming out of a, of a position that they're not particularly thrilled with. I can usually source out a good spot for them and get them a right. better job out of the deal. So Steve and I joke about it, but we, I mean, I've done it probably, you know, a dozen a year, chefs I'm placing okay. at various. It's it's almost a point where I could charge for it, but we laugh right. about it. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, and you know, that brings me to another subject I wanted to ask you I'm about. I'm an old guy. <laughs> no, yeah. but, but really, um, the whole celebrity chef and chefs being being well-known is sort of a recent phenomenon in, in, in America. And I know you've done some TV work. 
Um, the, how, and, and and the phone always rings while we're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the uh, well, part of the yeah, part of the thing. I was fortunate enough to do Secrets of Louisville Chefs live for five years, hosting that, and that was. Uh, and then we've done a lot of things for the Travel Channel and Bravo and some things like that. You know, different. But I mean, I love the TV aspect of it and the entertaining aspect of it. But we certainly have the PR. Jamie Estes is who I used for public relations at the time. Certainly have heard a thing for a lot of that as far as getting sure. Louisville chefs into the limelight, and a lot of it had to do with cooking at the Beard House in New York. And, okay. you know, Kathy Carey was the first one to go, and then Anoush went, and then I went. And now, of course, I've been six or seven times. Yeah. But, you know, back in the day, it was very difficult to get to the Beard House. You had to be invited. You know, there was uh-huh. an old woman up there who was just hateful named Mildred Amico, and if you didn't kiss up to Mildred, you had no chance of get, <laughs> getting into the Beard House. And now, so you you get, now if you have enough money, anybody yeah. can cook there, basically, okay. in a nutshell, you know. Well, uh, let's talk for a minute about the uh, about the thing going on at the brewery. I know a lot of people uh, that I know uh, remember going down there. And we should own it, all of us. <laughs> I know. I think everybody in town's owned yeah, it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> There's the uh, the thing next door and the volleyball across the street, right? right. And uh, tell me about that project. And all right, what yeah. So there. what we're doing is converting it from the you know the long history of the brewery, and all of us have all spent tons of money in there and had great times. But our emphasis and our expertise is on fine dining. Certainly, that's what people look at me for. That's what they look at Chef Sean Ward for. And Nirmish Agrawal, one of my managers from Corbett's, is the third partner. And everyone looks at us. And the problem is, uh, when you walk in there now, there's a balance uh, differential. And that people walk in and they say, well, it's a nice enough place. But, you know, and the food's fantastic. But it just doesn't look like what the food is. So right. what we're doing at Bittner's is coming in and converting the whole interior. Of what They're going to do a fabulous job. And then we're building a new kitchen. And uh, we'll be somewhere between... Equus and Jacks and Corbett's probably directly targeting the Jack Fry's market strictly okay. because Sean was there for 18 years. So the check average will probably be in the $50 range instead of 15 where we are right now. We don't want to be the tater tot capital of Louisville, which is what we what we are right now. <laughs> well, but, those tater tots are good. They're though. damn good, but it's uh, <laughs> but it doesn't pay the bills. Tater tots don't pay the bills. And um, I mean, it's super exciting because for Sean and I have been friends for many, many years, and he certainly put his time in. And I did this I mean, people are going to think I'm crazy when I say this, but I did it in a, in a large way, not only for Sean, but for Nurm, because both of them are longtime friends, and they both busted their ass, and it's like, I wanted to do something to help them, and I was in a position to put this deal together and get mm-hmm. a great lease. We have wonderful landlords, and I, I think the place is going to be amazing when we transform it. It's going to be beautiful. The food is speaks for itself. Sean's one of the best chefs in the city. Well, so it's quite. It's you know, fine dining. Location's it's, great. It's you know, location. It's it's a far cry from, I guess, what people expect absolutely. out of that building. Yeah, absolutely. And the parking's great. I mean, we investigated everything pretty pretty significantly. So. Yeah. Well, I'm anxious to see it. I, I, I know that uh, by second week in October we will be open as Ward okay. 426 and rocking. Second so week of October. We're open okay. now, completely open, and we're not closing. But it's what we're doing is a lot of the construction, uh, exterior, and things like that. And then we're going to have to close for about a week at the end of September. And we should be able to put it together, you know, in about a week. So okay, okay, wow. Well, that sounds uh, that sounds very exciting. Um, we got a few minutes left here. I just wanted to ask you maybe about some of the, uh, you know, it, it, it strikes me you're involved in these in, in, in Corbett's out there and in, in uh, the East End, at Jackson right. Equus here, and and this new place. How do you decide how to spend your time? Well, I have a, a wonderful wife, Julian Ohm, and three kids who are uh, Jack, Max, and Drew who are nine, six, and three. So any wow. free time I have, I'm 52. <laughs> so yeah, pray for me. Any free time I <laughs> have, there. I yeah, know what that's any like. free time I have is spent with them. Um, but as far as 
projects like this, things come along that are just too good to pass up. This was one of those deals. Um, I, I own the buildings where the businesses are, so for a chef, mm -hmm. that's the closest thing you're going to get to an annuity unless you're a corporate chef. So for me, the real estate is going to be my retirement at the at the buildings. There you go. And because um, chefs, just generally, there aren't a whole lot of retirement packages for chefs. Right. I mean, it, so, it seems uh, like a, a you know what I know about it. I, I'm talking to other people and Steve. You know, it's 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 long hours and, and brutal. Really. I've had 14 work. surgeries, five backs, wow. fusions, everything imaginable because I wore bad shoes, you know, on concrete floors for years and years because we didn't know any better. You know, back in the 80s, you know, we're wearing yeah. top siders and tennis shoes and, you know, we didn't have clogs with orthotics and things. So, you know, I'm paying for it physically as a lot of older chefs are. But, I mean, I've been really blessed to hire really well. And because I'm not a culinary school graduate, I went to business school. I did not graduate from business school because when I opened up Equus, I was I had 129 hours. My mom had just died, and there was no way to go back to school and be open for lunch and dinner at a restaurant with your dad's money. I mean, it's right. just like you know, the guilt factor alone would keep me from finishing anything. So, but I mean, I've really been lucky in that I've hired some really wonderfully trained chefs, and I've taught them. I'm very good at the math part and and the financials and running a mm -hmm. restaurant. And they've brought a lot, and I and I love to cook. I mean, for me, it's sauce. Everybody says, "What's your specialty?" You know, yeah. it's soups, sauces, uh, seafood dishes, flavors. For me, it's all about flavors and seasonally correct, appropriate flavors. I want a guest to leave every restaurant that I'm involved with and say, "That's the best damn sauce I've ever had. That's the best soup I've ever had. That's the best fish dish I've ever had of that particular dish. Best veal sweetbreads in town, whatever." But. You know, luckily, I've I've hired some tremendously talented young people who've come in and shared the new things that are happening with me. I, in turn, can turn around and show them how to run a restaurant and how to do the numbers part of it. Because let's face it, I mean, you can be the most talented guy in the world, but if you can't make your food cost and you can't add, you're done. <laughs> That's right. So, it's it's know, still a business when it comes yeah, down to it. Yeah, and we always have a learning environment. All the restaurants are teaching kitchens. Uh, Sean certainly is down there. We are at Corbett's here, Equus. Uh, you know, it's just because it's really a good deal. Yeah. We've got about 135, 140 employees between the three. Wow. So wow. the human resource effect is, I mean, that's a full-time job. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it really yeah. is. When you keep, now, are there any more uh, projects on the horizon? Yeah, there's always going to be a project on the horizon. I work for, on the side for uh, Mattingly Foods in town here, which represents Inland Seafood and Creekstone Farms Meats, mm -hmm. which are both two tremendous brands, which I love that. I'm doing some little TV work. I'm doing a little sponsorships here and there, and you know anything you can pick up. You know, yeah. As Steve calls me, you media whore. I said, <laughs> yes, I am. Thank well, you very much. You know, that's uh, you know. That's well, what we had a, yeah, yeah, we had fun. fun. It is fun. It is fun, and it breaks it up. Yeah, it breaks it up from the monotony of just being so terribly difficult. The hours you don't come in and do the same thing every. Well, day. I mean, here's the thing: people walk in and they go, "Oh, they'd be like Rick." I want to open up a restaurant. I've always wanted to do it. And the guy's an attorney or a physician. I'm like, do you enjoy your vacations? Yes. Do you enjoy your family time? Well, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, thank you so much. I'm like, well, do you want to give up all that? <laughs> open a restaurant. Do you want to lose a hundred grand or 200000 really quick if you don't know what you're doing or a million yeah. even? I mean, you've got to know what you're doing. You can't go in underfunded. You've got to have some kind of expertise. Sure. It's not something for the faint of heart. It's not an easy business, certainly. Well, not. it's good that uh, we have you here in town, uh, Dean. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep everybody. <laughs> together i mean my thing is i i want and i mean this sounds stupid but i i think truly that the town is representative of its chefs in a lot of ways and keeping people you know let's take take care of each other i mean sure. let's watch each other's backs 
let's uh, let's help each other with whether yeah. it's purchasing or cooking together. And I'm extremely involved in a lot of charity events. I mean, to the point of absurdity, I've almost charitied myself <laughs> out of business. I mean, we I raised, know the restaurants. Well, we raised that. two and a half million dollars last year just okay. my restaurant. Wow, you know. That's something. I mean, just one, two places. I mean, that's how heavy it is right now. But I've also been at it 37 years now. So there you go. Rick Redding has his ear to the ground on Louisville news, issues, and media. Get a new episode every Thursday at Louisville.am. And we are back on Eat, Drink, Talk. It was certainly my pleasure to... uh, to uh, talk with Dean Corbett on the air, it's it's kind of nice to have a uh, you know an an audio record mm-hmm. of of someone. So I, I thought that was a uh, uh, an important thing to share mm-hmm. again. Yeah, and he was. I loved that he could make fun of himself. You know, when he called himself a media whore, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that was funny. And then I also just you know he was uh, the business portion of it. You know, he wasn't like classically trained. Right. Although he he knew his way around some flavors, man. Yeah, he, he sure really, did. He really did uh, with his sauces. But um, anyway, it, you're right. It was just it was very nice to hear his voice. All right. Well, a regular feature of this show when we have something cool to do, and since it was your birthday last week, you have plenty of eats of the week. I was I did eat out quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I finally got to eat at the Italian table on Frankfurt Avenue. Mm. And um, the atmosphere was fantastic. I mean, it's it's really intimate and charming, and you're at you it know. It looks so small from the outside. It, it is. Yeah. It is small, but you can just you know meander into the kitchen right there and see how you know whatever they're into, and it's so clean. It's yeah. such a clean kitchen. So what you have? Well, what they prepared. You know, you don't get a choice. You sit down and they tell you what the courses are. But um, the the salads were great. You know, the antipasta and everything was fantastic. The main dish i thought was it was not what i expected the main dish was like a baked chicken hmm. with like little roasted potatoes yeah i was expecting is, like lasagna or something or just you know just italian yeah so i was like i it's not that it didn't um it was very tender and tasty but it just was i was like you said i wanted italian they did do uh, a white sauce ravioli Okay. So a, a homemade ravioli, which, you know, was filled with different cheeses, was very rich and salty. And it was it was good. I wanted a dollop of marinara, though. Like, I just needed another taste in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let so, me ask you, because uh, for our listeners, uh, you, you've seen it right there on Frankfurt Avenue, and it's just a little place. And I guess they only have one party a night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Seven o'clock so, dinner. So uh, I guess it, 20 people it, it's total. pretty steep, right? It's $65 per person. Okay. And then when you get there, they do give you a little, um, you know, sip of wine or something, whatever they're doing with their meals. And then you're on your own for, for wine or whatever. Oh, you they bring your own. No, you don't bring your own. No. That's fond. You're thinking of Chef Madeline D's place where you bring okay. your own. But this is, you know, full bar. Well, oh, they have they have bartender. You, you, you order drinks. Yeah, well, they don't. Have, yes, yes. You can order wine or whatever you want to drink. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So good. yeah, I mean, it's I would call it definitely a special occasion place, and it does book up. I mean, it was hard to get the reservation. You have to think way in advance if it's your anniversary or whatever. And then it's communal, so you're sitting with um, other people that you may or may not know, which I'm totally fine with. You know, I love to chat up anybody. So right. So it's not all. You don't have to have like. 20 people no. don't get in there you, okay nope sounds like it sounds like a good deal yeah. I, I you know i i took your uh, suggestion last week you and did? our buddy 
Don Reinhardt. Oh, you went to Amici's. I went to Amici Cafe in Old Louisville and uh, Good. was uh, treated to a wonderful host experience uh, from Don. We sat up at the bar mm-hmm. and uh, had some drinks and had that wonderful white pizza you did have it it was the, the wider yes. than a trump rally pizza wider than it was wider than a trump rally <laughs> it really was how what, appropriate with that what did paula order kentucky this week uh we shared the white pizza okay so it was a little split and now and, did you mention eat drink talk because you got a free appetizer <laughs> if you mentioned eat drink talk i think golly i wish i could remember i i, I think we, <laughs> that would have been had, hilarious we drinks and the white pizza and then of course and let's talk about this um don brought out like everything they had on the dessert menu, menu. <laughs> yeah it was cool there was this chocolate peanut butter pie that was really good so um did you have a little nibble of that well of course well i didn't I know my, you're I'm, so strict with the, your yeah, food i well, didn't know i'm less so than i used to be i'm still working on it well, but still I'm less so than I used it's not like to you're be. picking up weight or anything i mean mm-hmm. i'm sitting here staring at you right now <laughs> and you've got on a fitted fitted metrosexual like shirt today yeah that's i've that's, never seen you wear a fitted thing. long sleeve well, it's a thermal thing i got oh, it, uh, it thermal? Costco the other day. Uh, thermal is that a base layer shirt i'm yeah. learning all about base layer since you know i go to iceland this I weekend know, we're all the base yes uh before we talk about iceland though yeah. we want to get to um you said there was an interesting online discussion about free dessert. There, there was something on social media that went viral from the chef and owner at Fat Lamb, Dallas. Okay. Chef Dallas. And he was sort of saying, um, why should we give you a free dessert if it's your birthday? Like, what, what, why should you expect it? And, <laughs> and it's just sort of started a debate online and Dana McMahon, the author, uh, I think she picked it up. She was interested in the chatter and ended up writing an article for the Courier Journal on it saying, you know, do you think that you deserve a free dessert on your birthday? And Chef Dallas was saying no, because, you know, <laughs> no. why? That's old school, first of all. And you're an adult. You're not a kid. You know what I mean? And uh, you, why? He, he, he was basically like in with today's world, there are so many allergies and things you can and can't eat that you may bring someone a dessert that they don't want right so he, so that his happened opinion to you was well, no uh, well it, at uh so i was at, at jack, jack fries i went for it was on my actual birthday with linda schuster a good friend of mine and, and colleague and she treated me to lunch and they they brought a dessert that i didn't ask for um and i probably would not have ordered dessert because i don't order dessert right you know, I'm usually full at the end. I had shrimp dessert. and grits, by the way. Interesting ah, on that. Um, yeah, but okay, I'll go back to that in a sec. But anyway, so the dessert came. Now, was the dessert good? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay. And I thought, I asked the lady. I, she said, Jack Fry's is old school, so we do it. We're never not going to do it. It's, you know what it's I a think nice is the, way to say, you know, you're appreciated. The worst restaurant birthday thing there is. Hmm. You go to those chains and they make all the people on staff come out and sing to you. <laughs> oh, God, that's awful. Because you know all the it's people that work there hate it. Oh, yeah, yeah, They just, sure. oh, shit, I got to go sing again. But kids like it if you're at a, like a Buca de Beppo or something. Kids enjoy yeah. being embarrassed. I'm being an old fart curmudgeon but, but you I know like I, you know i don't want i don't want to go to applebee's number one but if i if <laughs> i were to go to applebee's and and five people that work there come over and start singing at my table yeah <laughs> just that, like you gotta no, stop no just don't do that uh-huh. please yeah just you know if you want to bring the dessert bring it but 
you probably like the singing at the table, all right? I know no. they didn't do that at Jack Frost. No, 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 no. I really, uh, uh-uh, nope. I mean, like, I think also as you get older, your birthday becomes understated, um, which is fine. Like, you know me, though. I, I'm like, you know, I, yeah, well, I'm excited about my birthday. I talk about it every day on Facebook. I'm like, <laughs> now it's over, and I'm like, oh my god, gotta wait my a whole birthday week year. is over. Gotta wait a whole nother year. Well, let's <sighs> let's dispense. Let's just suggest that uh, uh, free dessert should be optional. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not an incentive. You're not going to go to a restaurant because oh, it's my birthday and I get free dessert. I mean, there there are incentives to get you to come to restaurants on your birthday. What's mm-hmm. that? You, you've seen that sign on Frankfurt Avenue? Uh, not on Frankfurt on Lexington. Where uh, I think it? it's either Valari or Lamu offers you uh, your age in dollars off your entree. Oh you, no, I have never seen that. Yeah. But I think that's cool. That's, uh, I, I've met. I meant to do that. This that's birthday. a good little. Something else came up. Oh really? You don't, don't know where it is? It cannot be. Is it Lamu really? Well, the sign like was on that. on on um, the sign for it was on Grinstead at Lexington in okay. that little area. So I think it was uh, it was either Lamu. Or or Valaria. I hate getting things on the show that I'm not sure about because I think Well they just like you have like a thought bubble. Boom. Yeah. And then you're like, Ooh, like I, didn't. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I know I saw that. Okay. Well we'll track it down. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll track it down. <laughs> let's discover that. So um let's move on. There is a, a little bit of news. I, I know you're I, I'm I'm quizzing I didn't ask you about this before the show because okay. I wanted to, to an to honest test reaction. You. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. You know about the silent disco craze? I, if this is what it is, then yes, I do. So you go into a room and everybody has like a headset on and they're the, they're the only ones that can hear whatever's playing and they're dancing around. But if you right. were to look in the room, you would not hear a word. Yeah. You see. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing that at the Taste of Louisville this week. Ah, so that's Wednesday sort of the, their gimmick. I gotcha. Yeah. You can get, you mentioned $65. That it's $65 to go to that, uh, that event. You know, it's, it's the original of the tastes. Mm-hmm. And it's going on at Churchill Downs this year. Yeah, that's cool. I know a lot of chefs that are participating in that. Yeah, so it's, they must it's like the it. place to be if you're a if you're a chef, and the you know apparently the food's great. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of those taste events, but that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Do you hear that uh, uh, Bluegrass Burgers on on Frankfurt? Have you ever had you ever been there? No, I've not been there. They closed. You're not going. Oh, is it gone? Like. In the middle of the night, just lock the door? Yeah, just to sign on the door oh. when you showed up. And it's interesting but because about a year ago, uh, I'm not sure how long it's been in business, but about a year ago, it was purchased by the Fall City Hospitality Group, mm. which is a group that, you know, I'm not sure. They, they run a very successful restaurant in Doc Crows, but they also have a very unsuccessful track record. And as far as anybody knows, it they're still paying rent at Doc's Cantina the old oh, tumbleweed on the river that was a disaster it was a disaster and it's been closed for two years it's hard yeah. to believe that two years have gone by mm-hmm. and that place is still mm-hmm. sitting there yeah sitting there it's just sitting there and they put so much money into it so a uh, little bit of a mystery there with the uh, fall city hospitality group be anxious to see what happens with that all right uh, last thing I got, you, you know, um, I saw this on Inside Louisville. I thought it was interesting because uh, I, I like talking about places you've probably never been. Okay. Granville Inn. But, but, but what? The Granville Inn. No. <laughs> it just turned 80 years old in all those years. You haven't been there. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's down there in old Louisville right around uh, right around the corner from uh, Amici. It's, it's a okay. Galbert. Is I it think, by Bucks? Third. 
Is it five bucks? No, it's at Third and Galbert. Okay. And uh, anyway, it's a it's kind of a sports bar, mm. good grub place. A lot of students go there. Okay. It's a lot of TVs and but it's been around for eighty years, and they just had their eighty year anniversary. Insider Louisville wrote about it. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, you need to put that on your old Louisville list of places to take me. <laughs> yes. Since you you have a running <laughs> list over there. That that would that would be between you and Paula. I've got all these uh, mm-hmm. places to go. Yep. Um, you got to start checking and them off. Experiencing. Well, it's good. Well, Louisville has a lot of places to go. I, you know, I talk to people all the time. I, you know, the first thing I ask people, like when I'm driving them around, well, where'd you go eat? Yeah. You know, where'd you go eat? People ask me that all the time. Yeah. Well, they if know. they're coming to Louisville, they know I'm a Louisville girl. They'll Facebook me and yeah. and say, where should I eat? I always say, I always start with, what do you like first? Like, you know, give me an yeah. idea. Yeah. It can't be the same for everybody. You like comfort food, you know, barbecue. I just try and get an idea of what what their taste buds are like before I suggest anything, but I always send them somewhere original. Right. I don't have find no franchise. <laughs> nope. Nope. No place where they sing to you on your birthday. Nope. <laughs> not <laughs> that. That is, that is not going to happen. Oh my God! You would shoot me. I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but guess what I did today? And I it has no to idea. do with food. Okay. I, I don't know what the fuck was going on in my mind, but I was craving. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Craving. A double cheeseburger oh, from McDonald's. Oh, no. No, I swear to God. Please I, tell I, me you didn't do it. Yes, I did. Oh. Rick, I don't know what happened to me, but like, I slept till 10 a.m. today. You know, <laughs> I haven't done that in 10 years. I must have really needed it. That's so no my excuse. whole day was weird. I'm just saying it's been a weird day. I woke up. I ended up going to Orange Theory. I had... um. Uh, a smoothie for breakfast after Orange Theory, and then it c- came time to do the show around, you know, three o'clock. And I realized I was starving, and I was looking up, and I saw the Golden Arches, and I said, "God, do I want a double cheeseburger? Oh. No mustard. I always ask for no mustard because then they make it fresh." And I, Rick, I got to tell you, hold on before you shun me that's, that's, and embarrass that's me on there's the air. No, there's no it, good to no, come of this. It c- came to my lips, fresh. The cheese was just melted underneath. Did you the look wrapper. around at the people in McDonald's? I didn't you know, go they're in. They're not somebody I you'd want to. I didn't wanna. go in. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that it was delicious. Oh. It, it brought me back to when I was 12 years old and used to yeah. go with my babysitter. You get their awful fries too. No, you? I didn't even get any of that. Oh. I drank water in the car and ate it on the way here in my car. And I don't eat. I don't eat in a car. I never eat in a car. I think it's disgusting to eat in a car for so many reasons. You're doing all kinds of bad things. When I go up to a What's drive. What's wrong with you today? When I'm at a red light <laughs> and I look over and someone's eating in their car, Ugh. I cannot explain how I feel about that person. Nor do I want to on the air because you'll think I'm an asshole. But listen, I ate that double cheeseburger, and it was so goddamn good. I can't believe I just said GD on the air. Can we erase that? Well, wait another. Okay, so you've got another year till your next birthday. You know, (laughs) let's not ever do that again. (laughs) But it's while you're your current age. I don't know. It came over me. It's like going to the casino. You know, I wouldn't go to the casino, but I go to the casino and I look around and I say, (laughs) I don't want to be like these people. Wearing a diaper, pulling a slump machine. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette at Smoking. the slot machine. Uh. Oh, gosh. See, so you don't want to do that. Don't uh. go near that place anymore. Uh. You're banned. You're banned from McDonald's. Okay, look, once in 10 years, it's okay. so sue me. I mean, come on. Okay. All okay. right. That's, that's the end it. of that. <laughs> I did not make that my eat of the week, though. We're going to stick with the Italian <laughs> table.
Well, good deal. Well, uh, we want to mention thanks to our sponsor, Fort Street Live, for uh, helping us uh, put this show together every week. And um, um, remind you that eDrinkTalk.net is the place you can find all the podcasts, including the uh, the one I think it was show sixty six or something. I, I'm not sure, but if you you look up uh, if you um, hit the search button and, and punch in Dean Corbett, you'll see the the show where he and I, he guest hosted with me. Cool, and uh, it was very cool. He had a lot of news items. That was in 2016, and uh, every other show that's ever been done by mm-hmm. E Drink Talk is right there. You can just punch them up and listen. Yeah, well, pretty cool. Or even um, Secrets of Louisville Chefs, because he hosted that, you know, for four mm-hmm. years. Well, so we they are, have a lot um, of good shows there. They'll probably re-air. Okay. Well, uh, I understand you're leaving me for Iceland, and uh, yeah. I will be on my own, listeners. Yeah. I, Never, w- I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm totally in charge next week. I don't have Carolyn telling me not to do Lord, something. Lord, who's going to guest host with you? Do we I know? don't know. Who's your co-host going to be? I don't know. It's all up in the air. You am know, I, I don't be, plan. Am I going to get jealous? I do not You're going to cheat on me. Well, only because you're leaving me. I know, but I'll be back. I'll (laughs) be back, darling. Okay, well, that'll uh, do it for this episode of Eat, Drink, Talk. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Catch up on the city's restaurant scene every day by visiting eatdrinktalk.net.